Before I get started today, I want to ask a favor. As you listen, if you like what you hear, please leave a review and share the episode. If you want to discuss anything from the episode, or any other episode, you can reach out to the Strive Seat Find page on Facebook, or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Thanks. We've all heard the movie quote, You can't handle the truth! You know, sometimes that's actually true. Welcome to the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm your host, Chance Whitmore. The old proverb, timing is everything, has more uses than any of us can count. Oftentimes it ends up sounding as a cliche, in the same vein as striking while the iron is hot, not putting your eggs all in one basket. Funny thing about cliches, though, many of them end up being overused, in great part because they have an element of truth to them. In the past week, I have had the opportunity to learn this again. When I was put in a situation where the right message was not enough, having the right message at the right time was critical. So let's get started. I'll add that this is a lesson that if I had internalized earlier in life, I might have prevented some heartache for myself and for those I was trying to help. Additional caveat, though not the COVID kind, this applies globally, but traditionally I've been better at using this professionally than I have personally. Honestly, because even knowing better, I fall into old habits. And I selected this story rather than a professional one because, well, While the skill cross applies, I actively work not to talk about work here. My eldest just finished her first track season. Obviously, sixth grade track wiped out by the vid. She chose to be a thrower because she likes the community that comes with it. From what I understand, this is not uncommon among throwers. She had a tremendously good time throughout the entire season, and I got a call from the coach letting me know that she had been a leader and was doing all the right things. That was cool. I asked her how she felt about each meet. I congratulate her. I try to take the opportunities to learn that come out of it, but still keep the stress low and fun. And then, then came the third meet. She'd begun to identify with the shot. It was going to be her event because she was doing pretty well at it and had placed. Not today. Today, she threw two feet under what she normally threw on an irregular basis. And she was crushed. She was so crushed that she melted down. She didn't start crying, but the disc came up She didn't warm up. She didn't really even throw the disc and cut her distance in half on that one. She was obviously upset, but she wasn't trying to focus and adjust. She was trying to shut down and get out of the situation. And as I'm watching this, I'm going to be honest with you, I got angry. And it wasn't over how she had performed at all. I just was glad she was participating. What angered me was her reaction. It's the old coach in me. 
losing is acceptable if you worked your ass off and did your best. Pouting or quitting, those rank up there with my worst nightmares. I wanted to discuss it. Now, let's be honest. I kind of wanted to chew on her a little bit. Then, there, fix it. I wanted to coach her up. wanted to coach her hard. Get her moving in the right direction. Make her better. But the look on her face and the body language told me, not now. At least, not now for me. Maybe someone else could have the discussion. Maybe your coach could. What she needed was me to be dad. And my instincts were to be the coach. So, I waited. And I waited. And I waited a little more. And I ground my teeth to a nub along the way because I really needed to have this conversation. But she needed to be in a place that she could hear it. So four days later, she came home from practice, bouncing, excited, back in a good place. And there the opening was. She was able to verbalize what she thought she had done. And then we were able to talk through the response, talk mindset, talk competition and performance. And she heard me. So it was an extremely positive conversation after the fact. Because while what I felt I needed and what I felt she needed was an immediate conversation about performance. She needed time and space to put it behind her to be able to have the conversation in a productive way. She was then able to discuss, reflect, and learn. She's a lot smarter than I am. To take this back to the macro level, it applies to almost every time and place. There are times where you have to have the conversation, whether or not you want to. Sometimes you really want to, though. Select an appropriate when. Some conversations can't wait. They need to be had immediately. Others, make sure you give yourself time and space to be ready for them in your own headspace. A mentor of mine likes to say, never have a conversation you're not ready for. He's a smart man. Make sure the conversation is held in such a way there's an opportunity for growth. There's no point in just cutting people down without trying to provide feedback on how to get better. And depersonalize the experience. No matter how gratifying it would be to go write out someone. It doesn't always work, but it will make be things better in the long term than blowing the doors off people will. And that's a route to creating your own brilliant future. Shoutouts. Quick shout out to the Solange podcast. Friends of the program, Phil, Greg, possibly Dave. I think he's still there. I appreciated the shout out and you calling me out on my lack of whiskey sharing. All I have to say, guys, is bring it. You want to sit down and have a drink? Let's sit down and have a drink over a microphone. Worth mentioning. 
Today's worth mentioning comes to us courtesy of the BBC News Service. The article, The Myths That Hint at Past Disasters, by Mark Peisner, deals with the field of geomythology and how geologists are using the indigenous myths around the world, specifically those in coastal Europe and Australia, to look at how the past cultures dealt with rising sea levels after the last ice age. It's a fascinating look at the intersection of science and myth and how it's being used in part to figure out how to deal with the next impending crisis. And that makes it worth checking out. I posted the article on the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook. Giveaway announcement. We are creeping up to our one-year anniversary. It's coming middle of June. In celebration, over the next month, we're going to be doing a few giveaways. I have posted how to enter on my social media. Check it out, enter, and help me celebrate the first year of Strive, Seek, Find. That's it for this week's episode of Strive, Seek, Find. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. It really helps. If you have feedback or ideas, please reach out to the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook or at Chance with More 5 on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.